Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hey, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. A bunch of news to get to as we missed a little bit last week. Mm. <laughs> wow. Stuff happens every time we like step away <laughs> from the studio. The world keeps on turning and keeps on getting dumber and dumber. Well, speaking of dumb, we often talk about going and speaking to your local city council. <laughs> you can have real social change. You can bring up education. You can bring up housing. You can bring up road improvements. You don't have to channel your inner Arnold Schwarzenegger and fix your own pothole. You go to the uh, you go to the old town square and you say, "Fix this god dang hole!" Fix a hole, and with any luck, Domino's will hear you and <laughs> fill it with their pizza crust. This is a clip brought to us by the one and only Irvine, Travis Irvine. This is from a Cleveland City Council meeting, and uh, it's a non sequitur. It really isn't even applicable to the show, but <laughs> right. it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard uh, happen at a city council meeting. And I think we just wanted to play it here as a reminder, stay active, stay involved, and you too might be able to witness such a wonderful presentation. Let's play a clip from Cleveland City Council. Thank you. Next, we have Stephen Tanov, and he's from Ward 7 to uh, talk about being wrongly banned at Galleria, Tower City, and YMCA. Uh, Stephen is not representing anyone and is not being paid by anyone. You All had right, a microphone over here. Go. Not being paid by the, by Peter Thiel. Right? Bono, right? right. <laughs> Represents himself in these okay. statements. I have wait, okay. Oh, okay. I have a dark situation to tell <laughs> about oh being wrongly banned at the Galleria. Eight years ago. Galleria security told me that I was banned for life from entering the Galleria Tower YMCA complex. Why was I banned? Yeah. Once again, eight years ago, uh -huh. Galleria security told me that I was banned for life from entering the Galleria Tower YMCA complex. Why was I banned? Yeah, why? I was wrongly accused of doing something. Uh -huh. Two security guards framed me for masturbating in the restroom, <laughs> something I did not do. Once again, two security guards framed me for masturbating in the restrooms, something I did not do. You did not do it. I don't know how this all started. Yeah. Maybe a group of people didn't like seeing Aww. me down there, and they decided to make up stories about me. Aww. I did a lot of protesting by the Galleria Tower. 
James Kassoff is the current owner of the Galleria, and I'm sending monthly letters to James Kassoff. Oh, good. Once again, eight years ago, <laughs> Galleria Security told me that I was banned for life from entering the Galleria Tower YMCA complex. Security wrongly accused me of masturbating in the restrooms. I'm writing okay. monthly letters to James Kassoff, the okay. owner. I am, I am sober and rarely drink alcohol. I am 49 years old. I'm going to change the subject now. Okay, well, that's fine. Speed demons are a tyranny that's plaguing the streets of our city. These noisy cars with tinted windows are disturbing the peace and making it hard for children to study and do homework. We need more cops to stop those speed demons. Right, you lost me there. I also want to talk about port potties. Yeah, I know some people think port potties are not important, okay. but we need more permanent port potties in our parks. Wait a minute. Bring more port potties. Bring more port potties. Now I'm going to wrap it up. Don't forget what I said about my wrongful ban at the Galleria Tower YMCA complex. I definitely have some problems down there. All right, Thank you. baby. That's the best. Oh, he got an applause. Of course, of he, course did he did because he brought up the most important issues: his wrongful termination from the YMCA complex just, uh, for supposedly masturbating in a series of restrooms. I will say, he does ask for more porta potties as well. Yeah. Is he going to be jerking off in the porta potties? I think those items are directly related. I also don't understand how security accuses you of something, but then also frames you for masturbating. They framed how him. How do you get framed for masturbating? They took his dick they and put it in his, his hand. And, and then they got pictures of that. Oh, boy. Rub some mayonnaise Holy on his hands. Call the cops. I'll tell you. Let me just throw that in the middle. But then he also wanted more cops. That's this where he lost the, me. This That's is the duality of the American voter, isn't it? Right, yes. He was upset with the security for framing oh, him. Framed but he also security. says, you know what? That's separate. We need more cops to stop the speed demons. Speed demons. And then completely unrelated to the fact that I was wrongfully banned for masturbating bad. in a public bathroom. I think we need more public bathrooms. Maybe more they're related. Bathrooms. What if he was like waiting for the bathroom for a long time and they thought he was cruising or something? Oh. There wasn't enough available bathrooms for him, Travis. Yeah, absolutely. Could be channeling his inner La Larry Craig, maybe. Wide oh, stance. Oh, he's got a wide stance. Well, when you're in a porta potty, there's no one to have a wide stance next to you. <laughs> yeah. You can't keep kicking the walls. You know, if you're in a porta potty, you see someone sawing through the side of it, trying to make a little glory <laughs> hole. You're like, Craig. God. Dang it, get out of here. I got a wide stance. I got to saw this hole here. Anyway, we really hope whatever is going on in that man's mind, uh, everything <laughs> is cleared up because it seems like he has an eight-year battle with a entity that doesn't know he exists. He's a little <laughs> bit of a Milton from office space, but this is also how you get shot unknowingly when it's just like this one guy who your security banned eight years ago for yanking it in a public <laughs> restroom and you're the head of the company and you're like, why are you mad at me? I don't know who you are. Right. I'm now I'm going to get my revenge. I'm getting a letter every month from this guy. I don't know what he did. Who, who is he? Is. <laughs> Please, God. All right. Well, we're going to get into some political news. We'll uh, keep you updated on some new folks who are throwing their name in the ring when it comes to running for president. Not Ron DeSantis. He's still not doing it. I'm not and, a candidate. I'm not a candidate. I'm not a so candidate. Weird. God, you can see the yogurt. You can see <laughs> the jello on his fingers. I just love that that's everyone 
That's all they're talking about now. Is that he eats his it's pudding with his I, fingers? I just see it. I see he looks like the guy who fingers the pies. <laughs> he looks like uh, uh, the Biggs from American Pie. He probably uh, fucked it. Probably oh. fucked an uh, apple pie to oh, lose his virginity. Trump should start talking about that. Seriously, you know he will. Ron DeSantis, he's a bit of a pie fucker. I'm not saying I've heard of your first. We don't know. His I'll... wife is growing on me though. She's pretty. She's very she's pretty. She stays quiet. She's very quiet. She doesn't. She doesn't involve herself in the. She's kind of like a a Melania. Very you know? Don. Oh. Le very Don Lemon of you, Fernando. <laughs> quiet uh, and pretty. Knows her place. <laughs> yes, a gay man's vision Melania, of what a woman should be. Melania talked too much. That's what I always <laughs> no, said. No, I said I liked Melania. <laughs> Melania is celebrating her 53rd birthday. Oh my God. 53? Yes. A beautiful 53. 53, beautiful that's it? 53. I'm a husband. Well, speaking of porn stars in Utah, have you guys heard this story? Uh -oh. Channeling my inner David Letterman. You heard about this? <laughs> that's Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah Jay Leno. You seen, you seen this? You heard about this? You heard about this? So accessing porn in Utah is now much more of a complicated process. It requires a picture of your face. What? Uh, there's no word if it's your O face. I do believe that you should <laughs> uh, make the face that you have as soon as you ejaculate. Take a picture. Let everyone know what you really look like when you're in your prime. Uh, this was supported by a bunch of idiot pieces of shit. Uh, Republican Senator Todd Wheeler and Governor Spencer Cox said they are now completely banned. They have completely banned the use of the site. All sites under the same ownership as Pornhub, formerly MindGeek, uh, have been put on notice, including Brazzers, RedTube, YouPorn, and several others. They have been pulled out of Utah with a message, please contact your representatives before it's too late and demand device-based verification solutions that make the internet safer while also respecting privacy. So if you are in Utah and you want to look at some Mormon girls, will my friend get ready to give up a lot of who you are as a person, including a picture of your face. The facial recognition method involved will be about a six-step process. And of course, by that time, you're not even horny anymore. I hmm. <laughs> wonder if they're going to ban this uh, technology from being used at the YMC bathroom Whoa! in Cleveland. Whoa! I was wrongfully accused. One of these steps requires clicking a box that specifically allows X-Hamster to have access to your webcam, uh, which obviously is going to be uh, potential for massive amounts of invasion of privacy during some of the more private moments, unless, of course, you're the man from Cleveland who enjoys to make masturbation a public moment, but are more... <laughs> allegedly. <pri> allegedly <laughs> are more private moments of self-gratification. This, to me, is just another step in the culture war taking a huge leap against our personal freedoms and privacy. Obviously, it's about jerking off. Obviously, it's about porno, so it's a little tongue-in-cheek. But in a serious note, this is a bad, bad, bad precedent. Uh, we need to have privacy. And I think one of the, again, uh, out of our womb, out of your room and out of your goddamn wallet. Why are we so focused on people's masturbation habits and what bathrooms they're using? Mm, well, it's a Republican fetish, if anything. I mean, Republicans fetishizing about people having privacy to do these types of things. And this is Utah, by the way. This is Mormon country. Yeah. So I'm kind of, you know, in that realm, I'm not surprised it's happening in Utah. But, you know, we've talked about it on this show, J.D. Vance. And now a yes. U.S. senator from my home state of Ohio, and he actively wants to ban porn. And again, it's just like, 
if we learn nothing from the prohibition debacles of yes. the past, I mean, you make this stuff illegal. Well, now all the little Mormon guys are just going to work harder to go find it. Yes, absolutely. I think it's totally asinine and uh, certainly not the biggest issue facing the wonderful state of Utah. Right. Well, you're 100% right, but I think it's like the the trying to ban TikTok. We're kind of missing the point. Right. I don't think they're actually trying to ban porn. I just think they're doing what Ben is saying, just getting more and more access to our data, more and more access yeah. to our private camera. What just happened with Roomba? You guys heard about that, right? No, I didn't. The Roomba vacuum, you know, that thing that goes around oh, your house. Oh, I know the yeah. Roomba. They're so cute. It, I love them. It photographed a woman on her toilet. Whoa, yeah. Roomba. And sent it out? And, well, and then tweeted it well, out? Well, the from... company had access to it because they were testing some features. Oh, so my basically, God. Roomba, which is not is a vacuum on your floor, is taking pictures of you and your house illegally. What's what's going to stop, you know, again, exactly this, this ID feature from being used illegally and 95 percent, maybe even 99 percent of people. It's going to be fun. You want to see me jerking off? Have fun. It's not going to be pretty. But what about someone who is perhaps on the wrong side of the political ideology oh, of the exactly. people in power in Utah? Exactly. All of a sudden, uh, they want to have a little bit of blackmail. What's better than a billboard of some dickhead's face as soon as he comes? Uh, you're going to vote for Cummy Joe? I highly <laughs> doubt that. Look at him. Come. <laughs> yeah, what a billboard. So one of the interesting things about this, and again, why it's a little bit more serious than just uh, people looking at porn, this is where it all starts. And obviously, this is why people have said many folks who cover their cameras are crazy. What? But I don't think they are. I'm looking at you, Irvine. It yeah. could damage your camera, says the FBI. The facial <laughs> recognition method, again, it involves six steps. They say that this data is going to be sent to sites like X-Hamster just to ensure that the person is over the age of eight. Team. Again, um, you're trying to tell me that you're going to stop men specifically under 18 from masturbating. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure I used to look at a tree that had what I would call a bump and think it was a tit and jerk <laughs> off on that. So it's again, this is not about um, this is not about uh, the sanctity of porn and how important it is that you only look when you're over the age of 18. This is about data. It's about data collection. And it's really a huge invasion of our privacy as far as I see it from a corporate government now combination. This is fascism at its worst. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And of course, Utah has one of the biggest um, uh, national security NSA sites of, of data storage. Oh, really? Yep, 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 yep. yep. So just coincidence, I'm sure. And speaking of the NSA, you'll hear about this. The former head of the U.S. National Security Agency, he was indeed the chief of the NSA. He took $700,000 from the Saudi Arabian government after the Khashoggi assassination. These are the people in charge of the NSA. Again, not people who are looking out for the best interest of the American people. No, many of them are grifters just like this absolute schmuck. So uh, what happened here was this guy, uh, the revelations were brought to light because of a FOIA request. They said that uh, Alexander's consulting firm, IronNet Cybersecurity, it signed a contract with Riyadh in 2018 to develop the Prince Mohammed bin Salman College of Cybersecurity. Again, this man was a member, a head member of the NSA. His name is Keith Alexander. So he also had a consulting firm that, again, got a massive contract from the Saudis. 
So as we learn, whoever pays the bills has a lot to say about the person's interests. And what does this mean? Mm. All of a sudden, isn't this a total conflict of interest for someone who is involved with the National Security Association? Well, this is the same NSA director who did mass spying on domestic U.S. citizens without a warrant. They know everyone's old face. So, I mean, do you think this bothers him? At least now he's doing it with people that it isn't a violation of their rights because they don't have those kinds of laws. There. Right, 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 right. And especially egregious that he did this after the Khashoggi of murder. I mean, you think about all the things the NSA is trying to spook us about. And then it's like, yeah, well, here's a foreign government that murdered an American journalist. You're just yelling about Washington Post and their gosh darn uh, paywalls. Yeah. But that's what was paying Khashoggi's salary. And then the NSA didn't do a diddly squat when it came to him getting chopped up by the Saudis. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, we had uh, Joe Biden going to give a fist bump to Ben Saman. Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> it is it, say one thing and do the other. This is the personification of that. The majority of the amount of money that was paid to Keith Alexander's firm came from the Japanese government. It was a $1.3 million contract, and that was, again, to to um, advise on cyber issues. And then his firm also got 700000 from the Saudis. So, again, this revelation builds on records uh, that have been obtained over the past years. And IronNet cybersecurity is one of those really sketchy, dark companies that is the underbelly of American foreign policy. Once it gets, gets corrupted by foreign governments and the idea of uh, the cybersecurity in, uh, in Saudi Arabia, you know that they're using that to spy on people. Oh, we saw yeah. it. We've yeah, already yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And again, this guy cashed in. He cashed in. With his official credentials. And that's what's ugh, so frustrating, not just about the federal government, but government in general, right? I Absolutely. mean, we talk about Congress people who've got, they get stock tips basically by sitting in on top secret meetings and then go make stock decisions on that. This is in the same realm where it's like you have a skill, you know how the NSA works, mm-hmm. and now you're going helping foreign governments and you're getting paid. Paid big time to do it. And of course, how isn't that releasing U.S. secrets? I don't know. It seems like we have people currently incarcerated for doing things that I think are less right. of revelations of U.S. secrets, like that freaking 21-year-old who released the 10-page whatever. Right, yeah, He's right. looking at some time, obviously, significant amounts of time. This guy's the head of the NSA. Right. Isn't that? Isn't he going to be telling them some stuff that we might have? And even if you're trying to make a case, well, Saudi Arabia is our ally. Well, Saudi Arabia just is making some big deals now with the BRICS folks, with China. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They also had something to do with 9-11. Right. Supposedly, allegedly, just like that guy masturbating at the YMCA. Allegedly. <laughs> they were framed. I'm glad you bring it up, Ben, because apparently this guy, the Alexander guy we're talking about now. Keith he Alexander. Was, he was in charge of Amazon in 2020, or he did a lot of security work for them in 2020. Mm. So, and then we're talking about uh, whistleblowers that have been punished. Edward Snowden actually made a joke about this guy. He says that when you say, hey, Alexa, you're actually saying for short, hey, Keith Alexander. That's kind of funny. I do get that. That's a good Edward Snowden joke. I'm sure that's really doing well around the chow hall. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting, though. It goes on. There's over 500 retired U.S. military personnel, many of whom were admirals and generals, and they accepted employment from foreign nations, Mm. mostly as contractors for governments, again, that are infamous for human rights abuses and political repressions. I don't see how that is legal. If you're a former U.S. general or an admiral, 
how can you be a turncoat to your country even do you retire from the military i thought you were like military for life mm. isn't this a total conflict of interest and if I'm the Biden administration, I'd be like, you can't do that, <laughs> buddy. You can't do that, man. Because I, it seems, again, like they have a lot of information that the Saudis are going to be draining them from or draining them of. And uh, it could be a national security threat. It's it's a pipeline. I see it as a pipeline. You work for the government and then you work for a big corp like Amazon or Target or in some huge security sector. And then you just start working for some foreign government because they see the benefit, mm. you know, in all your previous experience. Right, what's, right. What's interesting also is uh, the Pentagon, apparently it overwhelmingly automatically approves foreign employment requests by retired service members. Hmm. 95% of the 500 applications submitted between 2015 and 2021 were granted. So they're complicit as well. The Pentagon knows what's going on. And as we've talked about, once you're CIA, once you're uh, military, you're never not. And we talked about what was it, the president of Jordan, I believe, that was assassinated. Was that an assassination that perhaps the CIA had something to do with? Um, once you're in, are these people, are they infiltrating these governments as well? Mm, I don't know. There's a right. lot to unpack there. Yeah. And you even just think of like the case of General Michael Flynn. Who, right. You know, when he was about to be Trump's NSA director or National Security Advisor, rather. Uh, he didn't disclose the fact that he had taken foreign work from Russia yes. and Turkey. And then that was a huge conflict of interest. But with Keith Alexander, I guess it's just not so. And just a little correction. I did not mean the president of Jordan. I meant the president of Haiti. Right. Oh, right. Uh, mm -hmm. That happened in mm -hmm. 2021, July, when he was assassinated. And there were uh, former members of the CIA involved in his security involved detail. They were training. They, they were, were literally training the training assassins. The assassins. So, <laughs> it's interesting. They're involved. I, I was know. not masturbating in that bathroom. It was Whoa! a legend. It was a legend. And I, I've been uh, framed. <laughs> I just don't know. It doesn't make me uh, rest any easier at night. No. Knowing there's a straight pipeline from the U.S. intelligence state to the Saudi government. Yes. I don't know. I was watching The Office the other day and, you know, Jim Krasinski or Jim Krasinski. And then I was watching Parks and Recreation and we got the guy who's now playing Mario. They used to be all soft boys and now they're like <laughs> big military boys. They're buff boys. The, the pipeline is there. You go, you know, it's just the American pipeline. Everyone serves the military in the end. Yeah, sure. I mean, and again, this isn't just the uh, Department of quote unquote defense. It's a uh, agriculture. I mean, right. it's a revolving door Department of from energy. Monsanto. A Department of Energy yes. is just big energy into government. And of course, Department of Treasury is just Wall Street to the Department of Treasury and just a right. rotating door. Every single uh, Treasury uh, secretary we've had as of the last few decades has been, you know, a Goldman Sachs train. Mm -hmm. so. And of course, when it comes to the Department of Energy, extremely important. They got the nukes. They are in charge of our nuclear arms, which is why I believe. It was Perry out Rick, of Texas. Yeah, Rick Perry was the scariest. Uh, that was a <laughs> energy secretary we've Apes, ever had. Oops. Apes. Apes. I just nuked everyone. He Apes. He couldn't remember the five departments he wanted to eliminate. I think it was only three. They, they asked him five. And, well, he, he only named three. He uh, forgot the other two. Apes. I think one of them was literally the Department of Energy that he eventually <laughs> took over. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that was just a tangent on the NSA after Irvine mentioned the NSA, and of course, this all began with our conversation uh, on Utah spying on people who want to look at porn uh, because, I don't know, they want to not have prostate problems. They say you're supposed to spunk out 21 times a month. 
Oh, that's what they say. That- but I don't. I don't do that. I, I probably got a bad prostate. <laughs> oh no! But that's what no. they said. Twenty-one times a month, you're supposed to drain the old hose there. Oh, you're gonna get, you, have to get someone to, you have to get someone to. What is it? Squeeze your yeah, your, your gland. gland like I'm a chihuahua. <laughs> well, that's what that guy in Cleveland should have said. It's like <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid prostate cancer. <laughs> I was framed. I was framed. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, speaking of prostate cancer, conservative radio personality, Larry Elder, he has launched officially what? his Republican presidential campaign. What? You mean the guy who lost the, can- the campaign for governor of California? By so, a lot. By a lot. Larry Elder, uh, if you watched conservative media, I'm sure you've seen him. He's a black fella. He's, uh, I believe, I, I want to say he was like a pastor or something, but maybe I'm wrong. I, he just gives off that vibe, I suppose. Uh, he was the GOP frontrunner seeking to replace Gavin Newsom as governor. That was during the recall in 2021. And as Travis said, he did indeed lose, of course, the um, competition between he, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, I think a couple of porn stars wasn't exactly the most serious of political ventures. I don't think Gavin Newsom was sweating the grease off of his hair too much, but you know, so this is what Larry Elder had to say. He described himself as a libertarian, even though I've heard him speak many times and I, I don't see too much libertarianism. Uh, He says, America is in decline, but this decline is not inevitable. We can enter a new American golden age. But we must choose a leader who can bring us there. That's why I'm running for president. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember when Larry was running for governor of California against Newsom, but uh, the ads for Relief Factor that he's in were still playing on Fox yeah. News. So I'm watching, I flip, I'm flipping around, I see Larry Elder throwing a You stick. pissing too much? Yeah, he's throwing a stick to his dog on the beach. I'm like, well, this is an interesting campaign ad. So Elder is a former lawyer, obviously a longtime radio host. Uh, he now joins uh, Nikki Haley, uh, Vivek Ramswamy, also uh, Scott, Tim Scott out of South Carolina, and of course, Donald Trump. It also seems as if, it's, uh, as if Asa Hutchinson? Hutchinson from Arkansas is really sniffing around really sniffing and around. might be uh, one of the next uh, people to announce that they are running for president. If you're Donald Trump, who currently has a 30-plus point lead over DeSantis. Ron DeSantis still... I'm not a candidate. Not a candidate. <laughs> I'm not a candidate. Then why are you in Japan, Ron? Uh, where's my pudding? Uh, he wants the pudding of Japan. I bet you it's amazing. I'm sure that it is. Oh, I bet it is, actually. So he is now rounding out a group of uh, potential challengers 
to Donald Trump. Donald Trump also currently, uh, it's a Gene Carroll. There's a, a, a rape case going on right now. I believe that that is uh, happening for the foreseeable future. Uh, Donald Trump will not be testifying and uh, check out some of her, her, her clips on Anderson Cooper and so on and so forth. All of this media surrounding Donald Trump in the legal sphere and then obviously the media realm. Again, are we seeing what happened in 2015, 2016 all over again? Because right. we're seeing a lot of his people say, this just makes me love him more. Yeah. And I would die standing in my boots <laughs> for right. Donnie Trump. So right. it's just amazing how he's still... He's more ahead now than he was then. Yes. I mean, they're calling it the post-indictment bump, if anything. Isn't that crazy? It's just like anytime he gets in trouble, he uh, it's not just Teflon Don. It's like he he absorbs it and then gets stronger and bigger. He's like like, uh, uh, Yodi. Yodi. Yodi? Yodi? Is it Yodi? Who's that little green motherfucker that Mario hops on? Yoshi. 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 He's like Yoshi. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Trump's like eating all the mushrooms An and he Yoshi. just gets bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger, more oppressive. Mm. You know, uh, <laughs> before we go too far, Larry Elder, I, I saw a Newsweek article that said him and Pence are equal. They're fourth in place. Ugh, I feel like really? Pence. I feel like Pence is a bigger bump. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I mean, Pence, I again, know. Pence is not an official candidate either. I mean, we still have, I mean, again, Asa Hutchinson, uh, Chris Christie. There's all these people who, like keep sniffing. So Larry Elder compares comparatively to someone who isn't even a candidate should tell you everything. Yeah, exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. And then some people are even saying now that Tucker Carlson's officially out Dude, of that Fox would, News. That would be scary. Though. Don't forget that uh, back in 2020, he was one of the few people that already had an exploratory committee for the right. 2024. So some people are still uh, postulating about Tucker Carlson running. Ugh, who a Tucker uh, Trump ticket? All I know oh, is God, Trump Carlson. I do want to, I don't uh, want to focus too much on, t- we can talk about media here a little bit because people think they blame media for being uh, the main dividing factor or the instigator of division in this country. But with Tucker, um, I don't believe for one second that Fox News fired him because of some text messages that oh, they thought God. were offensive. Oh, no. If you watch the clips of him off air, he's actually more charming than on air. He says yes. all the horrible stuff on, on air. air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't even know what they're also like Fox, Fox News be like, he said, that's not the way white men fight. Have you watched your channel? That's like your, <laughs> right. that's that, your narrative. Everybody says that on your show, on your shows all day. So I also love that the corporate oligarch class that is Rupert Murdoch in this case is like, we were just a little too sensitive to his inflammatory <laughs> tech. Fuck off. Yeah. You own the New York Post. Sure. When there was tens of people killed on the Upper West Side and yes. you ran the headline, West Side Gory. Oh my God. Shut up. As right. if Rupert Murdoch or any news corps <laughs> right. is just like, that was a little offensive the way he far. said that that's not the way white men fight. Right. Shut up. Yeah, no, it's, it, sure, it's very, very related to the fact that he definitely cost your network so Seven hundred million dollars <laughs> in a defamation yeah. suit, maybe. Of probably. course. Uh, going back just a little bit to Larry Elder, this was a column that he wrote in a magazine twenty-three years ago. Mm. Now, I would say, uh, in uh, other contexts, they say, "Oh, it's a long time ago." It's two thousand twenty-three, so this is the year two thousand right. that he wrote this. This is in nineteen eight. I give a little bit more. If you wrote something in the seventies, it was a I, different time. Different truly, time. truly, no internet. No, different no time. internet. I give it. Yeah. A, you got a grain of acid with every single yeah, thought. Exactly, I get it. <laughs> but this is something he wrote in the year two thousand, uh, relatively recently in my mind because I'm old as fuck. Women know less than men about political issues, oh, no. economics, oh. and current events. Good news for Democrats. Bad news for Republicans. For the less one knows, the easier 
the manipulation. That's what? as bad as me and Don Lemon. What's also, I believe that Donald Trump is going to be running with Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, so there we go. It will oh, be boy. a Trump Kennedy ticket after all. It is just listening to these people talk years ago about how easy it is to um, confuse a population as now again <laughs> they are the party of Q, the most confused people in this country. So we'll see what happens. Uh, he has a long history of blabbing, a long history of talking. Of course, the orange bastard does as well. And uh, we'll see if that plays well in uh, debates or uh, whatever this campaign brings. It seems as if Donald Trump has said he doesn't want to debate. Um, you also wonder if he has to debate. Oh. Um, so if it's just a bunch of other candidates not there talking and Donald's not there, do people even tune in? Um, or does he make a mistake by not showing up? Because that also is the Americans still, you can't do what that actor from Law and Order did. Uh, that Remember that old, what, man from Law and Order? Sam I know exactly you're Fred about, Thompson. Yeah, yes. oh, Fred, Fred Thompson. When Fred Thompson was like, nah, I'm not really campaigning. If they want to vote for me, they can. It's like everyone's like, well, you got you to you try gotta a little something. bit. Yeah, right, right, right. Show right. up right. just a little bit. So perhaps that could backfire on uh, Donald Trump, we will yet to see. Well, don't forget, there was a debate, I remember back in 2016 during that cycle, that he, they didn't want him in, or he, and then he went and did his own rally, right? Wasn't that a whole... Yes, I believe something like that. Yeah. So he'll have his own, he won't be not talking. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. All right, well, let's speak on uh, some other politicians here doing shitty things, dividing the nation, Oh, man, this just pisses me off. Lauren Boebert. So the Bobes, And it pisses me. And it's not even about, well, it is about Lauren Boebert, but it's also just about gun culture in general. As someone who, again, was trained in hunter safety, someone who respects the power of the gun, these fucking fetishizing crazy people aren't respecting firearms enough. The AR-15 style. She was holding up a shirt. This is Lauren Boebert standing next to some uh, dude who looks like he has a prostate problem. Um, I have that's alleged. <laughs> that's alleged. She says, uh, it, where the shirt says um, that an AR-15, this is just a cordless hole puncher. Of course, it's not walls that the AR-15 is being shot at. It is indeed human beings. We were just looking a little bit earlier here before the show at a website that counted down all of the mass shootings, I believe, for this year. Or was yeah. that just this? Yeah, that was it's, just it's current up till. And it's this like week. hundreds of them. It yeah, looked to be. literally April 30th had some like 20 or something. There were also just people fatally shot in Texas. Five of them. One was a nine year old child, a uh, governor Abbott, who never uh, takes a, uh, a stand for the right uh, issues. Um, he said that, oh, it doesn't matter. They're just illegal immigrants. So who cares that they're dead? Uh, so all of this with the backdrop of what's going on in this country just shows an absolute disconnect. And again, if you are a gun owner that respects the power of an AR-15, this is not, it's not a cordless hole puncher. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not even, it's you don't so use it stupid. And um, I think, again, offensive to people who really respect uh, their firearms. Uh, the victims um, uh, were barely even cold yet, you know, as she's posing yeah. for these pictures really? as a uh, a member of the United States House of Representatives. And you just have to wonder, who is she representing? Right. Because even her neighbors hate her. Everyone hates <laughs> you know, her. People who live on their street like, oh, these boberts. I mean, it's just it's just insane. 
Um, when it comes to uh, Matt Gates, there's another story here. A Florida woman. Get him. <laughs> no, don't do that. You don't do well, sick. Don't get him. Well, hold on. Let's read what she did because I don't think this is that bad. Okay. 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 Let's hear it. A Florida woman was arrested over the weekend. She allegedly assaulted Representative Matt Gates. Sounds strong, but what happened? Well, they found that she intentionally threw a glass of wine at Representative Gates. A glass of or, wine. Well, okay, but if, did she throw the glass? No, she just tossed the wine like on one of those shows. Or okay. like, to hell with you, Barnaby. And, and her- they threw the wine <laughs> in his face. Only my wife calls me Barnaby. <laughs> in her defense, Rapey McForehead is, has a massive area. Has a massive surface it's area. Right, got a giant head. So, so I, easy. I get she could have thrown it in the wrong direction and still hit it him. still hit him. Okay, well, I am still, okay, <laughs> if she only hit him with the substance, of wine. First of all, open your mouth, get some of that sweet wine. Okay. Not assault, a little aggressive. Sure, I got it. But if she threw the glass, yes, yeah, that could I mean, that's different. Yeah, that could that is different. Law enforcement officials said the woman was charged with battery on an elected official and issued a $1,000 bond. I also don't think there should be a, um, I don't believe that there should be an aggravating circumstance if it just so happens that you assault a, uh, an elected official. If anything, that should be, again, as we Public sort of joked about <laughs> Public uh, less of a uh, less of an offense. Also, but they should just be neutral, to be honest. These people are no better or worse than us in many cases, obviously. It's the latter. The alleged assault took place as Gates and his wife, uh, which he got married real quick after that scandal. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. They were in attendance for the South Walton Beaches Wine and Food Festival. Oh. So they're having fun. Uh, the picture of the woman that uh, that threw the wine definitely looks like a woman that would throw that wine. <laughs> Florida um, woman. Yeah, Gates said that uh, we were catching up with the new friends and old. As as I was chatting with one gentleman, a lady threw a drink on both of us, and she was promptly arrested. Oh, Selena. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, um, I mean channel my inner Henry Zabrowski, this probably makes him very happy because he doesn't want any of these people to live a moment of peace. Let's put a statue of the wine glass in Florida, just like we put a statue of the shoe. Oh, yeah, in Iraq. Well, I will say, to push back a little bit, I'm making jokes. The Gates hate is fine, but I will say, (laughs) he and AOC did get together. They did have a bipartisan bill that would stop members of Congress from being able to invest in the stock market. Right, I did see that. So I thought that that was good. It's bipartisan. It is bipartisan. And and it is going to keep going. It's not a dead bill. It's just getting introduced. It's not dead. It will be killed somewhere. Oh, 100%. Uh, Nancy Pelosi just got her eyes on that, and she's just talking to Kevin McCarthy about it. She's like, "Mm, don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. Uh, Gates described the incident as, quote, very strange. Uh, he says, whenever there's a conservative who acts out of line, it's like the biggest story in the world. Okay. But when you get radicalized leftists breaking the peace oh, in my no. community <laughs> who traveled here by the way f- from Tallahassee, Florida, <laughs> I doubt it'll get the same pickup. But we'll make sure that there's appropriate consequences through the legal system. So. Those liberals from Tallahassee. Yeah. Indeed. Not the fact that he's just an asshole. No, not at all. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, also, when it comes to politicians who are doing bullshit things, Tommy Tuberville, what a piece of shit this Another guy is. Another guy with the stocks. Yeah, he a- Absolutely. Mm. And what makes this even so much worse to me, obviously, he's an Alabama senator, Tommy Tuberville, a former football coach. And, you know, you're a mentor when you're a football coach. You're supposed to be taking care. You're supposed to be. um, Yeah, you're supposed to be forming minds and and doing these things and And covering up sexual assault. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. No? Okay. Well, that's not part of the job, but it doesn't hurt if you can do that. (laughs) Tommy Tuberville, he blocked a request by Senator Elizabeth Warren to allow 184 military promotions to move forward over his objection to the Pentagon's recently enacted abortion policy, bringing social issues into our government in every single level uh the u.s military obviously they can have what policies they believe is best for the united states military i will take them over tommy tuberville sure uh, in this case and certainly the ramifications of punishing this 184 people who worked their ass off for this country and obviously you need promotions we are in a recession people are like it's loom it's here it's been here for a year i don't even know why we're pretending it's not but this is 184 families that are not uh, getting the promotions that they deserve for serving this country because Tommy Tuberville is butthurt about a policy that the Pentagon has put forth. Right. Exactly. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's nonsensical. It's almost like the guy's completely unqualified to be a senator. <laughs> he really is. He really freaking is. Tuberville's protest of the Defense Department's policy uh, for of providing leave and reimbursing some expenses for service members who must travel to obtain abortions has held up a range of military promotions for months more fallout hmm. from the nuclear explosion that was the reversal of roe v wade hmm. so wow if i mean all you do you do everything right you go you join the military do your job doing your job and next thing you know you got tommy freaking tuberville not allowing you to get a promotion that you busted your ass for because he's upset with current policy that was normal a year ago there are too many generals and admirals ben (laughs) we need i want our soldiers pregnant that's two now that's two soldiers fighting soldiers that's called the turducken approach (laughs) so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get in there you're gonna birth right on this guy he's a terrorist you birth Uh, on the terrorist you make him take care of the baby now he's a woman i hate that you're probably not right that that is their logic it's like the less citizens we have the less military if we we go birth a bunch of babies in iraq that's called iraqi replacement theory Mm. and we're gonna go birth them in and they're all going to be a little bit different. And then we're going to make the <laughs> Taliban a bunch of housewives. Senator, I don't know if this is a, a sound military strategy. Hut, 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 hut. Uh, go on three. Hike, hike that baby. That's a Tommy Tuberville Tucker ducking. Tommy <laughs> Tuberville ruining the lives of 184 patriots because he is upset with people uh, executing their freedoms to do what they need to do with their own lives all right and just lastly as i mentioned before who to blame for the polarization of america certainly some of the people that we have mentioned in today's episode 
but also the news media. Now, we are not discussing the First Amendment. We are not discussing the freedom of press. Uh, from my perspective, I am discussing the corporate-owned oligarch controls yes. media that is constantly telling us one, one side of the story if not outright lying about the other side mm -hmm. of that story. We see it right with what's going on right now with a lot of the revisionist history coming from like Dr. Fauci, for example, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the revisionist history coming from certain people um, regarding their coverage of COVID. A lot of people are just completely changing uh, the narrative that we all had to live with for three years. And of course, that narrative propagated uh, extensively by CNN, MSNBC, and of course, Fox News all coming from different perspectives, all equally dangerous and um, and stupid, quite frankly. According to this poll, nearly three quarters Whoa. of U.S. adults say the news media is increasing political polar polarization in this country. That is, if I'm good at math, 75%. I did it, Fernando. <laughs> they said I couldn't do it, but I did it. That's like a lot. That's, That's so a, much. So when do things change? Three out of four people are like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Also, who's the one that thinks it's bringing us together? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if it's bringing us together, but maybe it's not tearing us apart. I mean, again, we got to look at the media landscape as a whole over these last 20 years. Yes. It has only gotten more corporate. Uh, corporations have bought up. I mean, the mom and pop newspaper days. Gone. Gone. Local newspapers. There are now news deserts all yes. over this country. So sad. And there's a lot of good journalists and reporters who, again, their job was literally just to Go to the local city hall and report on the guy who's been uh, accused of masturbating at the local YMCA. There's normally a journalist who would cover that, but now not so much. Absolutely. And, and true to the Washington Post um, little uh, little uh, paywalls, the, the Chiron they got there. Democracy does die in the darkness. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I like yeah, yeah. their slogan. Yeah. I think that that's true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, well, philosophically here, what is let's define media, because I mean, Twitter What's happening with Twitter? It's become a shit show. NPR backed out of it. Is yeah. that media? I yeah. know. Is that is that what's social, dividing social you know, media? We, is the tick attack. You know, yeah, what, yeah. when oh, when you're saying media is dividing us, what what do you what is it saying? Is it just TV media? Because then I completely agree. But in the in another way, I, I agree with the division. I agree that it is dividing us. But do you kind of am well, I? You know what's I, interesting? I, and of course, um, what's interesting is uh, Barbara Jordan. This is a quote from her. She's a Democrat from Hutchinson, Kansas. She's 53 years old. This is what she says. The news riles people up. And it does, because if you're angry, you sit there, you consume, you also eat more, you're stressed. Right. It gets in that reptilian mind of ours. She says, you're better off Googling something and learning about it. I trust the Internet more than I do the TV. Oh, because so, you're going out and finding your own facts. As opposed and to now just this can be dangerous. But that's exactly. But, but at the same time, exactly. if you do go about that with a critical mind, there is some credence, I think, to that as well. Right, right. So the internet, it seems to be kneecapping the narrative of well, some of these corporate uh, oligarch-led news companies. And to Fernando's point about traditional media, right, your radio, your TV, your newspapers, compared to social media, which is how all of those outlets get their clicks and views on the internet now. Mm -hmm. I mean, social media has certainly add to the division. I mean, there's studies all about that. We already know that right, Facebook right. and Instagram and certainly Twitter uh, divides people further and further into their echo chambers. Mm -hmm. um, and it is interesting just in terms of how the corporate traditional media continues to feed that through that social media pipeline. Mm -hmm. Because Fox News, as we've now seen, was 100% spitting out pure lies about the integrity of the 2020 election. Yep, yep. 
while fully knowing that it was batshit crazy for them to do so. And that was one of the Tucker clips that was released when he said, oh, the postmenopausal audience I have will tell me <laughs> if I look good today. Right. And we've talked about that, how scared Fox News and all of them. But we what how scared TV media personalities are of losing the audience of their viewers of yeah, their viewers. Right, the, yeah, the, really right. the viewers are controlling and, and to some degree the narrative, and obviously that's why we've seen such strange results as you click through your television. So the survey reveals a complicated relationship uh, with media. Only sixteen percent say they're confident that the news is full or that the news is full fully fair. Uh, 45% say that they have little to no confidence in that. Four in 10 say the press is doing more to hurt American democracy. Well, only about two in 10 say the press is doing more to protect it. So an interesting kind of flip on the, on the head there. Yeah. Because, of course, the free press is supposed to be a cornerstone of a of a thriving republic. Right. It's supposed to be the fourth estate. But it seems as if perhaps people are saying it's, it's a detriment. It's but if, it's, if you think it's fake, if you already think it's fake right. to begin with. Right. right. And it's it's sad for me because I think of just, again, my, my home state of Ohio, all the state house reporters who do such right. a great job of chasing down representatives, senators, getting quotes, holding these people accountable. And there's so many journalists and outlets who, at least on a state level, and again, that local level, wherever it still exists, they're doing the job that you're yeah. supposed to do. You're supposed to hold powerful people accountable. And of course, obviously, I'm reading this from AP News. AP News, I was a reputable news source, I believe, anyway, for the most part. Uh, this is according to Joe Salina. He's a Republican who lives in Long Island. Hey. Don't mess with him. Don't take my meatball. <laughs> hey, I voted for Santos twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. He's going to get reelected. Uh, he says, I think it's tearing this country apart. Look at that. Mm -hmm. uh, since the 2000 election, I think it's gotten worse. And of course, that is a Republican discussing. Republican views on the media uh, are a little bit different than Democrats. 61% of Republicans say that news media is hurting democracy. Uh, that's only 23% of Democrats and 36% of independents um, believe that to be the truth. Majority across party lines say the news media fuels political division, but Republicans are much more likely than Democrats to say that it's happening a lot. Mm. So Democrats, uh, interestingly enough, and I would tread very lightly if you are a Democrat, I would tread lightly on believing too much in the news media um, because, of course, we've seen it lie, lie, lie a thousand times over. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now we see them getting us ready for WW3 on a nightly basis as well. So yeah. it'll be interesting. And it's a bad sign to me when people feel as if media, and again, this is television news for the most part in, in corporate institutions like the New York Post. Um, if it's seen as a detriment to democracy as opposed uh, to an advocate for democracy, it's a total flip on the head. Yeah. Right? Of what it's supposed to be. What the media is supposed to be. Absolutely. And, you know, Let's uh, turn a mirror onto what we do, podcasting. Right. You know, you go look at news politics, that section for podcasts. I mean, it's a lot of shows on the right and shows on the left. And again, that pulls people even further yeah. in their echo chamber. I'm very proud of what we do on this show. Mm -hmm. We try not to, you know, everyone's always like, well, what's the slant of your podcast? It's like, we mainly hate everybody. I'm a democratic <laughs> socialist, just so you know. Whoa! <laughs> 
get him out of here. He took our kids. Oh, I've been accused. I've been wrongfully you know, framed. That's why it's like when we see, uh, you know, people behind the closed doors. I mean, I don't want to get into the personal life of some other podcasters who are going through divorces, but you do see um, who these people truly are in that sense. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, I can safely right. say that who you're hearing right now speak out of all three of us. This is who we are. And we might get things wrong, but we never purposely lie. Um, and that's the difference. People can purposely lie. And that's one of the interesting reveals from the uh, behind the scenes Tucker clips where he seems like a person and then the cameras are on and he is. Uh, and he gets worse. He gets worse, <laughs> which is so ironic. that We're going to release the hidden tapes. Like, no, that the, it's the public. It made, tapes. It made him. I liked him. It made me like him more. <laughs> it's the public tapes. And yeah. again, with my experience at Fox, that's that's Tucker at the bar. Yeah, which yeah. Is, he was just he's just he's kind just of a dude. normal dude. Yeah. Um, and I think he was uh, he's just so stupid. I think he's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And now he's going to have to go into the real world and uh, and see how his words have affected his personal life. Sure. And we all know. I mean, we've talked about it, Ben. Once you leave Fox News, like what is there? Bill O'Reilly found nothing. Nothing. Uh, he's Chris on Wallace is barely surviving at <sighs> CNN. Megyn Kelly found nothing. Megyn Kelly just makes news for saying stupid shit. Um, Newsmax really wants Tucker. Uh, and there was a decline in Fox News viewership. But again, as I said before, I believe it'll just be Jesse Waters that takes over for him. It all goes back. It, and they know that. Yeah. It all comes back. People forget literally because of dementia. Oh, uh, who they were watching. And they'll just be like, Tucker looks younger. Diane, it's time to retire. Diane. Oh Senator my Feinstein, God. please retire. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> All right. Well, we bet we'll be back later this week. There's so much news to get to. So much. Also want to talk about a, um, a person running against Ted Cruz for the Texas Senate. Uh, El Allred. Uh, this guy, uh, Colin Allred, who we talked about a couple of years back. So there's a bunch of exciting news. Mm -hmm. um, all but right, nothing is as exciting as what happens at the Cleveland <laughs> City Council meetings. I'm starting to think that that guy is onto something. I think he was framed. I'm going to write him in for governor of Ohio. You can't get any worse. <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll be back later this week. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.